Welcome to the Grown Folks Table. We both know that we're grown. Real experiences, real conversations. Like a real woman would. Okay. Welcome to the table. Welcome to the Grown Folks Table. It's, we're so excited to be at the table tonight. Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, welcome to 2021. Y'all excited about 2021? Come on, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the ladies at, at the Grawl Folks Table are very excited about um, 2021. And so today at the Grawl Folks Table, we have Chaos at the Capitol, Georgia Goes Blue, How to Lose Your First 21 Pounds in 2021. And so we're just here to have some good old-fashioned fun, and we're excited about it. Uh, first of all, uh, my name is Elisha B. Cash, and I am the nat- president of the National Women's Empowerment Ministry. I am also the host of the Red Dress Brunch and the author of the Little Red Networking book. And I'm here with my fabulous co-host and we're here to have some fun. Hi, I'm Joyce Latell. Happy New Year to everyone. Looking forward to uh, jumping this new year off at the Grown Folks Table. Uh, When I'm not here, I am working. I am the brand manager of News and Talk 1380 WAOK, and I am the host of The Quiet Storm on V103. Both of these stations come at you live from Atlanta, uh, but tonight is on and popping because it's some foolishness been going on. Well, good evening and happy new year to everyone. I'm Vicki B. Turner, and I'm honored to be here tonight. I serve on DeKalb County Board of Education as the vice chair. And I don't know if that's my day job or my night job. I can't figure it out. (laughs) But uh, uh, when I'm not doing that, I guess I can say my husband and I have a ministry called DeKalb Cultural Exchange, where we bring speakers, bringing relevant issues to our community that that we are competing with in our global community. So I'm excited about being here with my sisters. It's been a little minute. And uh, we've got some exciting conversations. So pull up a chair, get some coffee tea or wine, whatever you prefer, but it's on. It's on. <laughs> and, and and missing tonight is um is Libya Baycar and uh Delois Grizzle will be joining us shortly. And we even have a special guest uh tonight as well, Risha Taylor, who's a dietitian and was gonna bring a breath of knowledge and share with us tonight about how we can lose 20 pounds kick off our 21 pound weight loss but before we uh we we jump into that that fun stuff i want to um just talk a little about bit about what has been on everyone's television screen um since yesterday and so i i know it has been overwhelming um to you all and so i for me welcome to lois we're so happy to see you um, and I know that it's been um, overwhelming for, for many of you all. The chaos that um, broke out at the Capitol on yesterday, um, a mob group who call themselves Patriots, um, marched themselves right up to the steps of the Capitol, baby, basically took over the Capitol. And um, while Congress was trying to do um, major business and certify um, the electoral votes for um, our, our, our president-elect Joe Biden and vice president-elect uh, Kamala Harris. Vicki, tell me, I, I know you've been glued to the screen. Tell me, what, what were you feeling when you saw all of the chaos, the flags, the, the yelling and the rioting? What, what did you feel when you saw, saw all of that on television? Well, I think that probably we're all like many people that are even listening tonight. I've been in utter shock. I've been in utter disbelief. Uh, And then when I could wrap my mind around it, I was disgusted. I was um, saddened. I I don't have words because I thought here we are in 2021. We're in the 21st century and we're dealing with this kind of um, volatile uh, representation in our in our land. And so um, I, I can't. I'm just telling you, it just, it's almost like we were in a movie. That's what it felt like. Like, 
is this is this for real? <laughs> well, we got our senators, we got our leadership in Washington hiding under the desk, or hiding under the dais. It, that was it was like, oh my God, this is for real. And then to see the the vivid pictures of the police. I don't know if you all saw it, but I'm sure you did because they played it yes. over and over. Kind of backing up and like they were running from the crowd, right? They just he was backing up a brother. And he had his he had his club. He had his club. But the club yes, was, yes. it wasn't a magical club, you know. No. It was some wood or something. It, it couldn't shoot, you know, it couldn't uh, you know do a um one of those um taser. It couldn't tase you or nothing. And so he was backing up and running up the steps and until he found some reinforcement at the top. <laughs> and it was, it was like this is unbe and to see the picture of the man that sat in Nancy Pelosi's office. Oh my gosh. With his feet up on her desk. Yes. With a sense of arrogance. Yes. That says, what you gonna do about it? Hell now, yeah. if Hell we well. don't find that man and and lock him up. Yes. Then I'm gonna go to Washington myself. <laughs> they know who they know who he is. They know who he is. They they put his they put his mug shot again on TV today. The key is what they gonna do with him. Yeah. Now, if they don't do what needs to be done, then that's gonna start a whole nother situation. It uh, is. Right, right there. But you know, I'm just gonna jump in because I've been waiting on this moment yeah. for a long time. I, mean, I just hope I don't start that. But anyway, <laughs> so so look, just pray that I don't say nothing crazy. But I mean, when I saw it yesterday, I was like, white privilege at its best. Yes, that's exactly what it was. At, at its best. And then I was looking, I was listening to a commentary that Joy Reid did, and she was saying yeah. how. You know, white people aren't afraid of the police. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. they don't have to be. Mm -hmm. And then to be sanctioned by the president of the United States, then all of that they had in their yeah. head. We yeah. white, we we ain't afraid of the police because we know they're not gonna do anything to us. Mm -hmm. And the poll and the president said it was cool. So let's just go in here and tap some things up. Yes, and, he did. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that's what it was and 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 I and my anger came from the mere fact of all of that yeah you know in knowing that here we were protesting and that wasn't protest that was just terrorist act but mm -hmm. when we were black lives matter was just trying to make a statement of how we've been treated you know they had they had the armored guard loaded down. Yes, he did. Standing at the steps, and 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 for them to the almost be escorted, you yes. know, into the building. You know, it was just, it was just made me just angry and made me want to throw something at the TV. I mean, it. I had to. I literally had to walk away, mm. so I would not raise my blood pressure because I, I was so frustrated. In knowing that, mm -hmm. in knowing that they were pretty much given yes. the opportunity to tear up something that you mm -hmm. got to go through eighty nine people to just to get an opportunity to walk into those doors. Come on, and Come on. and and they just walked in and 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 disrespected it to 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 just levels of, you know. They said this. They said this our house. This our house. <laughs> yeah. And police officers in there taking selfies. Yes. That person need to be fired. I mean, out right. You know, every it, it's, I think it was some inside stuff. Yes. You yes, know yes. that that people at, on the top of of the security they need to be dealt with. You know yes. because they knew it was happening. Mm -hmm. Social media said it was happening. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. president said it was happening. Yeah. Why? Excuse me. A path in the hell. You didn't have your act together. And yep. and that's and that's the thing. But yet when we were organizing peacefully just to say, can you please treat us right? Can yes. you please not not shoot us? Like like you got 15 arrests yesterday. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> 15, yep. 15 arrests. Yes. Are you yes. kidding me? Yes. They should have had all kinds of buses and trucks lined up <laughs> yesterday and just marched them to, you yep. know, to yep. the trucks, yep. arresting everything out there. Yep. So, you know, the I, let me calm down. Let me calm down. 
What about you, Delois? What what was going through your mind when you saw all the mess on the screen? Oh, I I tell you, um, it has been difficult to witness that violence going yes. over into knowing that they had overtook the white, you know, the um the capital, the capital in that way. And a person who goes to Washington, I love Washington, D.C. I love to go every year. We go to 100 Black Women. We go at least every year, every other year. And so I know how hard it is just getting in when you actually schedule to yeah. go and mm-hmm. sit down mm-hmm. with lawmakers. Mm-hmm. It's, we wait sometimes outside an hour, hour and a half. I can remember it being so cold. But it's just the process of going in the building. Mm-hmm. And so for them, I truly believe this was some plan act because the way and the timing of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was an embarrassment to our country. Yes. It was disgraceful. It was disrespectful on all levels. Yes. I tell you, the mayor, the mayor had asked the request for National Guards the day before mm-hmm. because I think she was trying to get in front of it because she knew mm-hmm. what was going to go on. Mm-hmm. So to have that denied. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we all are outraged today because we know that we saw video because there's mm-hmm. cameras everywhere throughout that place. Mm-hmm. And where you could see the officers are opening up the barricade. Right, they're being very friendly, but we've always said there are double standards. The mm-hmm. rules are different for them than they yes. are for us. Yes. And so this is continuing to happen. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, too, that police officers don't have to do the things they do when it comes to when blacks are out there trying to protest. They seem to have been very peaceful, but they allow that. And to think about those halls, because when I go to Washington and it's something about being in those halls and going to visit those senators. And so when you think the way they just tore the place up, they went on the floor and this is kind of sacred to them. You know, you don't just go on the floor like that. And I know here at the Capitol, you can't just go on the floor no, you like that. You have to be invited. You have mm-hmm. to be invited. And I can remember even when I go to, we go to the Capitol, we can only have five that can go yes. on the floor. Yeah. And so for them to do that, to get away with that and to, and I with you, George, 15, 50 is not enough. Hello. And I'm trying to figure out really They're looking for, who was this person? Are you really serious? But when the president came out and said his little spiel, he didn't mean it. He continued to incite. Because he to say, go home, but you didn't do anything or say all the right words to Mm -hmm. cause him. But did you all see our good friend? First thing, he started it because he was the leader to Trump inciting them before this happened. You all know our good friend. I don't want to even say our good friend's name. You all know our good friend. And our our good friend announced that he is now Republican. But I can guarantee you, I guarantee you, if he had known all this was going to transpire, because he can't lift his head up anywhere Anywhere. anymore. Anywhere. Anywhere. So he needs to go. He needs to go with the president. (laughs) He's got to go. He's got to go. But what I am... But I am grateful that it, it took the four o'clock in the morning. But I'm glad I tried to stay up just just to watch it. But I'm glad that Congress they did certify this election that Joe Biden will be our 46th president of these United States. Yeah, January yeah. 20th. <laughs> well, one of the things about it is it, it really opened up. It didn't open up anybody's eyes. It just really mm-hmm. um, revealed um, the Republicans and how divided they were. So they yeah. had to make a stance because when you have senators laying on the floor, um, had to remove their name tags because they didn't know um, if people were going to the FBI having to um, um, barricade the door, you know, uh, when you had, and you're, so you're inflicting terror mm-hmm. upon, and you interrupted government, official governmental business. I want to see what you're charged for. Yeah. What those charges of, and it should not be a slap on the wrist. You came, you barged in, you destroyed offices, you broke windows, People died. I mean, are we holding Donald Trump uh, responsible for this? What should we hold Donald Trump responsible? Yes, for this? yes, he's the first one that needs to walk up out of there. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yep. he's the one that organized mm-hmm. it four years ago. 
Mm-hmm. He's the one. You remember when we watched the uh, the debates? He told them to stand back, stand by. You know, yeah. he he told these people. Yeah. He has been igniting this for yeah. the longest. Yeah, and and it just finally came to a head. Yes, and and you know, and that's the part that that just works my nerves. It's like mm-hmm. you all knew this, and now you want to jump on the side of he wrong, mm-hmm. he wrong. Well, he's been wrong for four years. Yeah, yeah. for four years he's been wrong. Mm-hmm. This man, mm-hmm. this man hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. He hasn't changed not mm-hmm. one bit. So now you want to mm-hmm. you know say what you're saying. So I don't have no more respect for them than I do for him. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say this last thing. When you think about he is the president of the United States, so he is the one giving the charge. So the fact that there was no one there to for the police officer, no uh, National Guards, because he is the head. He calls that. Mm -hmm. So so we all know that. Yes, he is held accountable. I I get that part. But but what I'm saying is they have been festering it in supporting him and his actions for four years, yeah. they all need you know, to know, that's that's my thing. Mm-hmm. And then you you uh, you allow it because you are afraid of what might happen to you in your position. Mm-hmm. You know, at yeah. some point you got to live up to right. And well, whatever you know, happened because you stood up for right. I, know, I don't mind getting getting fired or let go if I'm standing up for right. And none of them wanted to do that because of the position that they hold. And all of them looking crazy. All of them. Every last one of them last night looking crazy. You knew knew this. You knew the type of person that he was when the shootings and things happened in what's that part of of Carolina? He said said what he said then. This man hasn't shown any sympathy or remorse or empathy about anything. And you still with him? You, Joyce is fired up. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Joyce is fired up. Let me get her. You've been holding it in all day. Oh, right. Come on, Joyce. I mean, I've been acting like this at home. I, I, you know, I think I've gotten on everybody's nerves in the house. Because <laughs> I have been fussing since yesterday. You Did know, you him? because you everything him when... that you see on TV is this. When you all knew this. Yeah, they knew this. One thing he said, I don't know if you are, I know you called it. He, when he got up to finally address the crowd, he said, We love you. (laughs) We love you. We love you. And then he talked about how he was cheated. He's still festering. Tell me how you we love you. Come on. But you know what? He did, he did forewarn us. Now, if we go back and check the record, he told everybody if he didn't get that election, there was gonna be something to deal with. <laughs> he did. And I believe they've been planning this for quite yeah. some time. Yes. I don't yes. I don't think it was an overnight them jokers, mm-hmm. but did you all see this other one? There was a sister. It was a sister. And she had a red, the red cap, uh, uh, MAGA, make make America great. And um, she, so they interviewed her, and she said, "Oh no, these are not Trump supporters who did that. No, 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 no. That's another group. We are peaceful." She drank that wine. I don't know what. She said, "No, no, no. The people who did this today." are not Trump supporters. Did she miss the flags that went across? <laughs> they were carrying Trump flags. flags. Waving them. I couldn't believe that girl. I couldn't. She Capitol. probably was. Look, she probably was she, the, she can't go friend. home either. She can't go home. <laughs> she can't. Like our friend. She got to move to. She got to move to. Well, I, I think what one of the things that's really burning me is it's like they had a right to go in and do that, you know. Like, yeah, and, and so when, when BLM was 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 um 
was doing peaceful protests for for a cause, they were very um they weren't going into governmental bu- buildings. You know, I yep. mean, so the yep. fact that they're able yep. were able to do that, and the young people. Let me just say this because a lot of our young people are witnessing this type of government for the first time. It's one thing to read things on on paper and to study it, but to see American government open up like this and to see um, the real side of racism and and what that really means, um, they're feeling all kinds of different ways about it. I mean, they're saying if Colin Kaepernick was an un, was un-American, we they he Colin Kaepernick was treated as un-American for kneeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they call it disrespecting the flag and the country. What do you call rioting and destroying the Capitol? What do you call them? Privilege. And, so, and, and the thing about it is, we can't let this go. I'm, we I'm sorry. We, we can't, can't let this go. We, can't. we have to continue. And so then they weren't even policed. So, mm-hmm. so before the police would say, oh, oh, this is the best. Oh, they need more training. Oh, they don't know how to do restraint. What, what, did you all see that? They, they were very self-contained uh, when they had to manage this group of people. Why? Yeah. Why? Why were they so contained when they had to manage this group of people? If it was my brothers and my sisters, they would not have been made it to the steps. No, right. the African American group. There's no way they would have took them down. To the yeah. I mean, did you see the post where they had the uh, National Guard? You know, during Black Lives Matter, all suited up. You know, mm-hmm. standing in front. They yeah. had that there. Yeah. They Trump knew that this is when he wanted it to go down. Because number one, he didn't want those electoral college votes to be counted. And he wanted this disruption there so he can use these last 13 days to still fight for the foolishness and Mm -hmm. saying that he that he won the election. Mm -hmm. So it's it it it, the thing is this was planned. It was it was planned. And the ones who he's like like the National Guard, he knew that he had the power to uh, send them or not send them. He know that. He yeah. he knows that. Yeah. And yeah. then those police and all of that from the U.S. Capitol, he have probably said something to them about their jobs and about their positions. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do what they were supposed to do because he's a bully and he threatens. And, mm-hmm. and, and none of them are man enough to stand up to him and say, this is wrong and you and we're not going to stand for it. None of them are man and all of them need to go. All, just all, well, they all what Crystal's saying in the comments, they've been planning it. They had on T-shirts saying Second Civil War, absolute treason. Come exactly. on, Crystal. Come on, Crystal. Yeah. And, wow. and we have to start calling it what it is. What oh, it and, is. There, and there's our good friend Libby out there. She said it's treason, anarchy, <laughs> straight she can write she can write her voice has been under attack right now but she can write and Vanessa said unfortunately they would have been arrested or dead if it was African Americans and and that's the unfortunate thing you know but the cool thing the cool thing is is that the media is saying that and and, and I can appreciate being in the media I can appreciate that, that that narrative has been put in the forefront because yeah. you you can't avoid it. You we 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 did this uh, back in in the summer just trying to get respect and yeah. how we were treated. Yes, we couldn't even oh, like like we said we couldn't even get to the first step. Come get the first step. No. You do know that you do know that there were arrests here in Atlanta last night. Have you all seen that while they arrested so few in in uh, D.C. Here in Atlanta, I know the mayor was asking everybody to stay home, just stay home. But there were a group out doing a peaceful protest. And I don't know because I didn't see it. But they said about 20 in the 20s, a low 20 were arrested last night. So there's a call right now to let them go. Yeah. Because why have they been arrested and we didn't do anything, a fraction of that in D.C.? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 20 what's, people what's, and not even a third of what was up there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, speaking of Atlanta, this whole capital chaos stole our uh, little thunder down here yeah. because 
We we should have been celebrating all yet all yesterday because we turned Georgia blue. Blue. <laughs> blue. And so that's why we got out in blue today because we are so excited that Georgia is blue and that we sent two senators to the White House. <laughs> and um, that work has a lot to do with um, you that are that are right here that are watching, and not only, but my co-hosts. All of us have been out there advocating. Um, people to register to vote, um, encouraging people to vote again um, because it's, it's been known that um, that Democrats don't show up for runoff elections. And so we did not only show up, but showed we out. showed out. We had to keep it blue. I mean, we, you know, we, we, we colored it blue, you know, during the presidential election. Yes. And uh, we had to keep it blue. And and the thing was, and what I loved about it was we were we were believed to not come out again. And we like y'all yeah. ain't understanding what when when the story was told of how this will play out. <laughs> we like, oh, you saying if we get these two in, we go right. we go run some things. We go run some things. You right. know, when they said we oh, we gonna run some things. So yeah. that said, oh, it's time to get everybody out of your house, everybody in your neighborhood, yes. everybody yeah. from your church, yeah. everybody that's black at the grocery store, whoever at the grocery store, you need yeah. to tell them to go vote. And mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. and that's what happened. So, you know, on this side of yesterday, it was a beautiful, beautiful day, beautiful day, beautiful day. It was a beautiful day. It, it certainly was. And I think it was an educational moment um, to a, a group of a, a larger group of people to say, OK, this is our opportunity to get some real work done in legislation. Some things yeah. that got pushed back. So now that we have Osof and Warnock um, at the table, that we continue to say, OK, this is the charge and yeah. we want to keep our agenda in the forefront of your minds. Yes. Because we have so now the real work is going to begin after January the 20th. But the the other cool thing is, is the uh, cabinet that, that Biden and Harris is putting together. Yeah. That thing, that thing so far, you know, even with the attorney generals and the associates and all those people that he announced today, I mean, it, 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 it has so much diversity. It has so much to where, you know, you just feel good about things now being, coming your way yeah. and and we having an understanding of our needs. Nobody's trying to tell you to give us anything, but we've been fighting for, for hours yeah. all of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us on this call are educated, yeah. but we have all had to fight for the position of what our education afforded us to have. Yeah. And, 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 and our pushback was based on, you know, how we look. And the, yeah. the color of our skin. So just to know that now there's so much diversity, because when they when Trump was trying to do a little something in the, in the White House, which was which was little and you show and they showed pictures of who was around the table mm-hmm. and nobody in that looked like, yeah. nobody looked like us. Yeah. But it's a it's a different it's a different situation. So I'm glad you flipped this over to some happy happy conversation. Well, well yeah. Libya says the trajectory of the state has changed. It's going to be hard to turn it back red. We yeah. have moved past the old heyday. People want reconciliation <laughs> and unity. What do you think about that, Delois? Do you think? I mean, you know, um, Georgia has been a red state a long time right so for us to be a blue state i mean that just makes my chest pump up and do something a little different what about you it is huge you know being the oldest person on this call you know just being around (laughs) and and, you know and having to live through a lot of the um republicans being in office but it's it's a new day now and and what i'm so excited about because it is a historic moment it it really is and even when the president and first president-elect when they first won. And so now we have these two Senate seats. I think what's most important, because people did not really understand, I'm not sure if they understood the importance of Senate seats. And so I think, and mm-hmm. I appreciate all of these different organizations that came on the scene mm-hmm. to, to get the word out. They annoyed a lot of people with the text messages, the advertisements, phone calls, because I would hear people, but people annoyed me saying they were annoyed. <laughs> and so I, you know, I can kind of get into it because I was like, but this is how we win. And everybody know that was kind of my tagline 
throughout this thing. This is how we win. If we were not annoying you and texting, all this would not happen. Mm -hmm. Because when you think of years back, people really were not going out to the polls. People right. were not really going out to vote. You have a certain amount of people that vote in every election. Then you have those who come out only for the presidential election. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I'm just so proud and definitely proud, Vicki, of DeKalb County, because <laughs> we definitely, we came out because yeah. I can remember when our numbers were low, it's why we didn't win in Fulton County, why yeah. we didn't win. When you think about a lot of these black cities, we weren't winning, but we were the majority in those cities. Yeah. So I'm so glad a lot of these organizations, Stacey Abrams, a lot of people yes. really did a lot mm -hmm. of work in NAACP, Teresa. We just want to thank so many of them yes. who really been on the ground, Joe, yes. you know, for just working this thing, working the community, being everywhere. I know I try to do my part. I think we all did our part. Mm -hmm. The voters did their part just going out to vote. Yes. So those who text people and got on their nerves, I was one of those. Uh, and those who <laughs> work the polls, you know, but it's exciting. But but I knew, and as we told them, it's going to pay off. Hard mm -hmm. work pays off. It yes, pays it does. got to do mm -hmm. the hard work. So I'm mm -hmm. glad that Biden and Harris will be able to work their agenda, mm -hmm. you know, because we've been shut out of power for so long, mm -hmm. these Democrats. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. now we have to be able to make room and maneuver some of these things they want to do in Washington. So yeah. I'm really glad. You know what, I, I just wanted to say, too, that um, I remember having run for office three times and I was told and I was in a runoff twice. They said, we don't go back to the polls. That's right. And they said, if you get six percent back, you're doing good. And imagine the and, and, it, and it bore out to be true that a person could win a race with a with a few number, I mean, very small numbers. Right. So that's a narrative that has been a part of our community, our communities of color. We don't go back for runoffs. That's and so I think the Republicans were banking on the narrative because mm -hmm. they had done the research. But what they didn't they didn't bank on is a mad black woman <laughs> named Stacey Abrams. Come on, come on. You got a bad, a mad, bad sister. Yes, yes. Who said hell to the no, no, <laughs> yes. no. And, and she purpose, she joined with the, the people's agenda. And then yes. all of the divine nine, they came in and they, they bought billboards. And I mean, it was an intentional. Yes, I saw those lovely ladies of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated it billboards. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. And I saw that case. I have to give them a look. Give them I was look. about give to come look. in. I was about to come in. I was just letting you all have your moment. <laughs> I was letting you all have your moment. <laughs> we got to take it. I was letting you have your moment. But it was well, just know who's the vice president. <laughs> you know what? And you know what I feel like with her? Uh and I got a yes. I got a pair of, I got a pair of Chuck Taylors, Joyce. Yes. And so and whenever I wear them, uh, I think of her. I yes. do. Mm -hmm. And I had them before her because my daughter had gotten them for me. And, but I, when I put them on, I feel like I'm ready to work, baby. You yeah. know, I just felt like I'm ready to go and work. And so if we do our part on the local level, yes. that makes it easier for them on the national stage. Yes. So this is the beginning. This is not the end. Yeah, and it's so it's incumbent upon us to stay woke. We, we woke up. Yes. But you got to stay woke. Because yeah. there's still work to be done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, you got to get policy, you know, passed. I mean, yeah. that's and that's the thing. And hopefully now we have a bigger and a more passionate ear uh, in place to hear us and yes. to and to make these uh, things happen on our behalf. So, you know, I think it all I think it all jumped off, you know, during uh, the, the Obama administration. Yes. We wanted to get yes. him in there. And yes. we, we've been charged ever, ever, ever since. It is no yes. different than Serena and Venus Williams making tenants more popular for black people. So, you know, it's it's the same situation when yes. we got someone that we can stand behind. Uh, we'll stand behind them. And and I'm just excited 
I'm just excited about the new, new now. I, I am I so am excited about it. And, and even, you know, being, being more understanding of the process of the political process. I know years ago, I wasn't that interested, but here lately, you know, I'm trying to absorb everything that is out there for me to know so I can benefit and my community can benefit from it. I think woke, being woke is definitely um, contagious. Um, I also like the fact that um, we're setting the, the 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 stage for the next generation. Millennials have really absorbed this whole process, mm-hmm. and so um, they're going to now know how to mobilize more so than ever. I don't think we've mobilized this much as a people since the 60s. So this, this this took us back to some old behaviors, some old <laughs> strategies to get some things done. Don't, don't you think? I mean, I felt that level of energy. I felt that level of unity. I felt that level of um, interaction um, through Black media, through grassroots organizations, through churches. Um, I, I really felt that um, that we were very much education, educating the next generation, not just what we write and not just what we say, but we were showing them. Mm-hmm. We're showing them we were great examples of what it like, what it looks like to um, activate your right to vote and um, live and do things correctly in this country. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I mean, they were they were very motivated. They um, were. And and even in the in the, in my position as a as a brand manager for radio, I made sure that uh, I started a millennial uh, a program, mm-hmm. you know that they they will have a platform and a voice to talk to each other, mm-hmm. to encourage each other, to mm-hmm. educate each other, mm-hmm. and it has it has grown by leaps and bounds because now they hear they got somebody listening to them. And and we're listening to them just as much as we hope that they listen to us based on our history, based on the movement that has been uh, in the past. So, I, I, I mean, I, I just know how my 25 year old was excited about getting that. You know, I, I voted. I, he was he posted it and and stuck it on him and everything. <laughs> and I mean, it, it, it excited me. And yeah. I was I was just thankful that, you know, we have done something to help him understand the importance of that. And and I think this isn't going to this isn't going to go away anytime soon. I think it has opened up there, opened up the doors to to say to them, you know, here it is now what you going to do with it. And I think they are really ready and able to do, you know, great things with it. Well, um, that brings me to my next question now. Um, I don't know if you all have uh, seen uh, Vicky's post because she's she's been doing a lot of celebrating um, her 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 own stuff, and so I want to bring our guest Risha Taylor on so she can be a part of the conversation. <laughs> Welcome, Risha. Welcome Hello. to the Brown Folks Table. Hey, good, good evening. Good evening. So we're going we're, we're, we're to pivot just a little bit because so Vic posted this um, and then I'm going to introduce Risha after I, I share what Vicky posted. V- Vicky posted this <laughs> post um, with her laying in her bed and, and I, I saw it come across the screen. I said, what's going on with Vicky? <laughs> you know, because we got COVID out there and I just want to make sure nothing was going on with my girl. And I pressed play. And the first thing I heard her say was, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> now, mind you, she, she, a few posts before that, she was talking about the weight she was losing. <laughs> Risha Taylor to tonight to help us. She is a, a dietitian. She is also a um, a weight loss consultant. Um, she's not a person that just talks about it. She's very active. She likes to run and swim and do all of those wonderful Ooh. things. And so she gonna help us get some stuff right now. Now, Vicky, <laughs> when, 
We we want to know how to lose 21 pounds. We all want to know. But Vicky has been bragging already because she's way ahead of us, uh, Risha. Uh, Vicky, how many pounds have you lost now? Well, excuse me. As of this morning, 19 pounds. <gasps> and I'm not, not boasting or nothing. <laughs> My neck is a little smaller. <laughs> Vicky, that was the funniest. Vicky, I just want to know, are you still hungry? Are you still hungry? I'm in a battle. I'm in a battle. <laughs> <laughs> the devil is so, Risha, you got to help her. Help her. I so, Risha, help. I drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of water, but I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we we want to know how to lose our first, our first 21 pounds. Um, so first, tell us a little bit about you, and then tell us, how we can get this weight off because right. over there just drinking water and I, I don't want to do any of that. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. It's a pleasure to join you tonight. So again, I'm um, like Alicia said, my name is Risha Taylor, registered dietitian, licensed dietitian. I'm a diabetes educator. Um, been in the nutrition, health and wellness field for well over 20 years. Um, I currently work for with a bariatric surgeon. So I work with people who are either preparing for weight loss surgery, who have had weight loss surgery and regained their weight, or people who perhaps they're not the best candidate for a weight loss surgery and they want to just lose weight on their own. So I do a little bit of everything. Um, you can't deal with weight loss without talking about high blood pressure, diabetes, and other chronic illnesses. And so that's how I spend... Um, most of my day at work. How do we lose 21 pounds for 2021? How, I mean, it's like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Mm -hmm. And so it's having a plan, sticking to it, um, making sure, just and just making sure it's something sustainable. People are always asking me, hey, what about this diet? What about this? I'm doing keto this week. I'm doing this this week. <laughs> and I say the best diet is the anything that you're going to stick to. Mm -hmm. But there are some questions. Anytime you start any type of meal plan, um, lifestyle change, there are some questions you need to ask yourself. Is it sustainable? Is this something I can see myself doing next week, next month, and even ask yourself, does the plan, does it encourage exercise? Does it encourage you to get plenty of sleep? Does the plan eliminate a whole group of foods and tell you, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do that? And so look at some of those things, because if it does eliminate a lot of foods, if it's something where you're only eating cabbage soup every day, all day. That's not something. I mean, and you know what? We all have done something. We have yeah. all done something and we've lost weight. So losing the weight really isn't the issue. Mm -hmm. The issue is, can we keep it off? Oh, that's and that's where success is because yeah. losing 10 pounds this <laughs> month to gain 20 pounds <laughs> Yeah, that's me. Yeah, it's all about keeping it off. So what can I do to be healthy and keep the weight off long term and feel great? Because that's the other thing. If you're on a meal plan that you're, I mean, I know you all are just playing, but if you're tired, your family members saying you're mean, you can't have stay awake and you're just not, I mean, that's not living your best life. So. So, so what do you recommend? Because at one time they were saying, well, if you don't eat out and, and um, don't eat out as much, and if you stay at home and you cook, now we've been quarantined since, you know, February. And I've been cooking, call me chef for an idea. I got a couple of recipes. I ain't lost no weight. So that's a lie. They've been lying, lying, lying. If I cook, if you cook at home, you're going to lose weight. I ain't lost nothing. Matter of fact, I found more. As a matter of fact, a lot of people are carrying around that quarantine 15. Me too. So, yes. Yes. Hello. Yes. 
Yeah. yeah. So you know what? It's really not. And, and I do agree. I mean, we can't just um, get rid of the fact that eating at home, if you eat one meal outside the home a day, you usually have exceeded your sodium intake for the day, exceeded your fat intake. And even I don't want to pick on any one restaurant, but people are like patting themselves on the back. Oh, I eat salads every day. I eat a salad from Zaxby's. A Zaxby's mm-hmm. salad has 2,400 milligrams of sodium. Well, yeah. And so, hush. Yes. Just stop talking right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I eat a Zaxby's I know, and probably patting yourself on the back like I did that. I did that right. Yeah, and, and well, you're right. You increased your blood pressure. That's what. That's exactly what you wow. did. Wow. But yeah, wow. so this, we it, yeah. So eating out is not going to be healthy. However, I think the issue with we've been at home. A lot of us. I mean, you watch the news. It's just a lot going on. We're doing extra snacking. We're mm-hmm. doing even though we're cooking. We're still cooking comfort foods, things that are convenient. We're doing a lot of processed foods. Mm -hmm. And so even if and then for some of us, we're eating the right things, but too much. So like too much of even a good thing sometimes is just too much. Mm -hmm. And so eating at home and if if people ask me, hey, Risha, where do we start? I would say, hey. Take three days, take maybe two weekdays and one weekend day, commit to writing down every single thing you eat. And I mean, I'm talking you bite, (laughs) you write, you drink, you ink, write it all down so you can see it on paper. And you might be surprised. I was talking to someone today and she said, I don't hardly eat anything. I mean, I just snack all day. I said, well, take me through your day yesterday. Just walk me through your day yesterday and tell me every single thing. And by the time we finish, I would have rather you have sat down and ate three meals because all the snacking you did equated in calories to almost five meals. And so just kind of watching, look at where you are so you know, hey, this is where I'm going to start. Pick one thing that you can do differently. Are you drinking water? Are you drinking your calories? So some of us just need to rethink our drink. And so because a lot of people are drinking 1500 calories a day Mm. and I'm not going to get on that adult beverage that a lot of us have been enjoying or in quarantine. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a glass of wine, but a glass of wine every night with dinner mm-hmm. is going to add up and mm-hmm. you're going to have some pounds to show for it. Mm-hmm. Well, Richie, may I ask a question? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love my lemon pepper wings. <laughs> <laughs> Do you dip them? Where do you get them from? Oh, baby, I, I buy them out and I can make them too. Okay. I, I think I make the best, but I buy them out. But how often can I have them? Because I'm a disciplined person when I decide I'm ready to be disciplined. Okay. I can do that because I did a weight loss program and I lost 32 pounds in like 42 days. I didn't keep it off because I just couldn't wait to eat again. I just couldn't wait. Mm-hmm. It, it was crazy. And, yeah. and I did. And I think the weight came on double. But yeah. I have learned from that. So when I decide to, which I have to, I make 2021, I am changing my lifestyle because I have, I'm pre-diabetic. So I've got to get it right. But I do like those lemon pepper wings. How often? Or do I have to just totally disregard them? No, I would never. It's nothing I would say that you cannot eat. You would be the deci- you are the deciding factor. How often am I eating them? How many am I going to eat? And so <laughs> some things we have to um, moderate. It's some things we have to substitute. Substitution, moderation, and abstinence would be the very last choice. And abstinence is just that thing that you know that if you bring a big bag of chips in the house, you're going to eat the whole thing Mm -hmm. so you may a person may need to abstain not from chips altogether but that big bag they bring in the house Mm 
-hmm. substitution. Can you make them at home instead of buying them out? Because you're in control. You can get a lemon pepper seasoning from the farmer's market that has no sodium. That alone is going to help some of the bloating that comes along the next morning Mm -hmm. after eating the lemon pepper wings. Mm -hmm. So So that's what That's where that bloating came from. Okay, okay, listen. Um, I want to call you Dr. Taylor because this this is such a wealth of information. And it's good. This is good. I hope we get you get to share with us again. And I will do a private session with you. I really (laughs) will, because I've been on every diet there is except one. The way the WW, I have not done it because you know why it's too slow. So I like everything fast. And so when you mentioned that cabbage soup, did it? (laughs) Ice cream and hot dogs, did it? Yeah, rice. rice, I I did them all. And so now I'm at that season. I just needed a little bit of a jump start, right? Just something to to get me started, so that I can really change my life where it's a lifestyle change, right? Mm-hmm. So finally at that age where I don't want to do the fast, quick stuff, I really want to now learn how to eat, not just to live to eat, but, but to life. eat to live. Mm-hmm. And so this is some good stuff. I've taken some notes. And so I'm going to go to the farmer's market and I'm going to look for that seasoning. Mm-hmm. It's and, so pepper with no and then the Zaxby's, is held to the no, no, no. Okay? I'm through. I'm through. Okay, thank you so much. That's what I'm saying. When she said Zaxby, that just straight hurt my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> because I was doing the grilled chicken and yeah. I had all the salad stuff and, you know, and I thought right. that I was on the right track, but you just have don't. I've done the, I've done the, you know, don't eat nothing white. You know, none of the white, none of the white stuff, and 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 so so you're gonna have to give your information before you leave, because you're gonna have a couple of clients. (laughs) you know, I have some of those issues that you were just mentioning, and I know I have to get my physical health. Uh, uh, together, and and I just been doing it wrong. But what if you are a person like me? Uh, who just can't really stand cooking. I mean, I do it because I have a family, but it just it's just something that I don't really enjoy. And I think when you got to get to the meal prepping and all of that stuff, it, it, that's taxing to me. Uh, so what advice would you give to someone like me who needed, I mean, really, really bad, but but just don't have the drive to do it in the manner in which it will be most beneficial uh, to me. Right. Yeah. So I don't know your family structure, but I would get people involved. I would, we, we have a calendar on the refrigerator. We plan our meals out. Hey, this is going to be your responsibility. There are a lot of things that you can buy convenient. There are cut up vegetables that you can just buy that you put together, do a stir fry. Um, there, I mean, there are all types of things that you buy just fresh, fresh, fresh. So fresh is always best. You can go to the farm. I mean, in a trip to the farmer's market, I mean, if anyone has not been to the farmer's market, you owe it to yourself to just take (laughs) a trip there. Take a trip to the farmer's market. You can get fresh meat, fresh vegetables, um, cut them up. It spend a little bit of time. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. There are cookbooks. They are all online. You don't even have to buy anything. Recipes, whole meals with three ingredients. And so you you do have to be creative. Look at um, Healthy Choice. Get one book. It'll have one um, cookbook or even when you're going to the grocery store, Cooking Light cookbook. All of their recipes are online. And just start somewhere it, in the this time of year. We can easily make soups. Soups are so easy. They provide comfort. You can make them healthy. And it's you making it at home is always going to be a better choice because you control what goes in it. And so if you control what goes in it, you're in control of your destiny. When we buy it out, we're leaving it up to others what what our health is going to look yeah. like. And, you know, with all seriousness, right now, we and if we didn't know this before COVID, with everything going on with COVID and our immune systems, prediabetes, diabetes, 
Um, if anybody has a family member with diabetes, an immediate family member, mother, father, brother, sister, Right now, what we know in research is not a question when or if you're going to get diabetes, it's when. I mean, and so that's real. And people who are dying of COVID, anyone who has any of these chronic conditions, you're automatically at higher risk. So there is no time like the present. We can't do anything about what happened yesterday, what happened last week, or what happened this morning. All we have is going forward. But we really, now is the best time ever. And just my, anytime I speak to people, I say, you just have to think about it. Nothing tastes as good as good health feels. I mean, nothing, not, you wow. can't tell me anything tastes as good as health. So you can ask anyone sitting in the hospital with COVID, and it's no disrespect, and our heart goes out to everyone, but nothing feels as good as just being healthy, being able to get up, to breathe, to walk, okay. and we wouldn't trade that. Um, anyone in the hospital would say, hey, yeah, I would do this, rather than doing that. And mm -hmm. so we just, this is, I think it's been an eye opener for all of us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we can't control everything. There are some very, very healthy people with no chronic conditions that have COVID, but there are certainly some things within our control. Mm -hmm. well, uh, well, someone posted um, for your wings, Deloas, that you should air fry them. And so I, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're on mute, hold on. Hold on, we can't hear you. I, I do have a ninja. It's on the floor. Okay, good. That well, thing is just so intimidating. <laughs> I will try it. I, I've heard about I know about it. I know about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then um also too, um, Risha, like me, you, you said get um your vegetables already um chopped up and cut up. So uh, you know, I'm the new age woman and my, my mother just thinks I'm just hideous because yeah. when, oh <laughs> even Vicky, when they, I had to cook the um Vicky had called me and I was working on my dressing for Thanksgiving. And she was telling me, oh, get your celery. You're going to cut up. I didn't tell her I, I ain't not cutting up nothing. I went and got all that stuff already chopped up. It was already a little bit. I just dumped it in there. <laughs> but the soups, you're so right. The soups, you know, you just have to wash the sodium on the soups. But you can already make them at home. I, I do that. And Publix has this wonderful um, area, something skirt. I can't remember. But it would. It, you can find it. It's, uh, the meals are already put together. The ingredients right. are already in there. All you have to do is pick up the bag, Joyce. You don't have to shop for this piece, this piece. <laughs> it comes with the instructions, and it tells you how many people you fix it for. I mean, it's just wonderful. So, you know, my family think I'm doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, you know, I know I have to change. I, I really, really have to change uh, my way. I, I have a niece that I, I would like to shout out and commend. Uh, uh, she have lost 90, uh, 99 pounds wow. um, doing exactly what Risha has been saying on this, on this call. I mean, she preps, she preps all of her meals, but then she know how to cook and she loves it. And mm -hmm. she exercises and, um, I mean, and she tries to inspire uh, her aunties. <laughs> <laughs> we congratulate her on it and go get a bag of popcorn. But anyway, <laughs> you know, um, I thank you for coming on this call yes. because I know I, I, I needed it. Mm -hmm. I need it so bad that I need to call you personally. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, thank you for coming on uh, because we know it can happen, but we know we have to uh, put the time and attention behind it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Um, Risha. We we got to have you back. We got to yes. continue the conversation yes. about Definitely. losing Definitely. weight. You, you got to come back to see who lost the 21 pounds. I mean, Vicky yep. already had a head start. We Vicky can't be in it. Vicky can't. All right. All right. All right. Well, yeah, you can. Right. You can do 21 from where you are. There you oh, go. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Good luck, ladies, and thank you so much. So wait, one last thing. How long, if we did right, if we prepped and did all the right things, how long should twenty-one pounds take? 
You know, actually, so a person, and it's going to vary from person to person. Mm -hmm. So initially, a person may lose more weight the first couple of weeks just because you're doing something so different from what you've been doing. A lot of times you'll lose that extra fluid that from all the high sodium foods. And so you may lose five, even up to 10 pounds the first mm -hmm. couple of weeks. But healthy weight loss that you have a better chance of keeping off is actually going to be one to two Whoa. pounds a week. And you have to think about it. We, you didn't gain five to 10 pounds every week. So we really shouldn't expect to lose it in order to keep it off. Well, I have an alt with that last that last comment, Risha. <laughs> now, I could have sworn that I just think this weight creeps up on us a little bit too fast. A little bit too fast. Yes, it does. It's like you have ice cream and then you bake a couple of cookies and then you have, you know, Thanksgiving hey. dinner and then you here come 15 pounds. And so now you're telling me, how long is going to take? <laughs> yeah, it's a, I mean, the healthy weight loss really is one to two pounds a week. Yeah. And again, mm. it, you may lose in, a little bit more initially, but again, that's that sodium and all of that. And so I, I t share that with people because if you lose five pounds the first week, then the next week when you only lose one or two, a person is disappointed like, dang, what am I doing wrong? But one to two is really what you should expect for healthy weight loss to keep it off. And that really is the goal. So then we shouldn't see you until March. You're <laughs> <laughs> 21 pounds. <laughs> so we are rescheduling March. Right. So what we don't want to do is all this yo-yo diet and going up and down, up and down. Because with yo-yo, you'll gain more. Oh, my God. Well, thank you guys for joining us thank tonight. We've had a good you. time with Risha. You guys, yes. uh, please, if you haven't subscribed to the Grown Folks um, Table podcast, we're on all podcasts on platforms. Go back, plus play Rewind, and hear all of our previous shows. Subscribe to our page, and we'll be back right back here soon.